everybody to the West. Pete Callender joins us this morning. How you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. How are you? So I'm assuming that they have some, like, anti-Fourth of July thing out there in Asheville. <laughs> Talking about how much the country sucks, yeah. uh, while ironically the media talks about how awesome 100 years of communism is. Yeah. So how does that work, man? Yeah. I'm, well, I don't know. Uh, maybe I will uh, swing by the uh, site of the formerly uh, standing Vance Monument, and mm-hmm. uh, which now they've they, there's actually an injunction. The whole thing is stopped. So now it's just like the base of it is still there. Um but it's now all tied up in court again, so they can't even haul off the the final part of it. It's still just there. Uh, but usually that's where everybody gathers to protest every Saturday and Sunday. You know, like 10 people usually. Um, every now and again, you'll get like a dozen. But uh, they'll be out there with their um, with their poster boards and stuff, which I actually I submitted I thought was a really good idea. Just have, instead of the Vance Monument, just a big whiteboard. Although I don't know, why does it got to be a whiteboard? It could be any color board. It's fine. But it could be a big board, like a chalkboard or something. And then they could just write their protest slogans for whatever the protest is that day or that hour. Right? Just this way you're not using up all of the paper products. It's for the earth, you know? No, it's, uh, I, you know what? I'm not wholly opposed to that, right. actually. So. No, I'm all about solutions. Plus, uh, you know, it's nice because if you drive by and they're screaming on a bullhorn about one thing mm-hmm. uh, on your way to work because you have a job and you have to go to work, and, <laughs> and then on your way home from work, they can be screaming about something else entirely. So really, it's two shows. Right. And if you need to flip the script on some messaging, it allows you to do that, like defund the police. You could be screaming, mm-hmm. defund the police, defund the police, and then at a moment's notice, you just wipe it all away and say it's actually the Republicans who are trying to defund the police. See, it's very, I it's versatile. Yeah. yeah, it's versatile. Yeah, I was uh, I was made aware of that. Uh, I was also uh, made aware that, uh, quote, a bunch of white men will decide whether a black <laughs> woman will get tenure at UNC. That's an actual RAL headline for about two hours. Um the real the real dog and pony would have to be a couple things. One, while that vote's going on, a woman on a bullhorn is screaming, uh, you're not safe. You think you're safe in there. You're not safe in there outside of where a vote's being taken, which sounds kind of insurrection-y to me. Kind of. And secondly, today was supposed to be, or yesterday was supposed to be her first day at work, and she's just like, yeah, I'm not going to show after all of that. So uh, please handicap this insanity for me. So I appreciate you not uh, raising uh, the the point here, but I will do so because I'm a man of honor, which is uh, I expected WRAL to leave that headline up um, because I didn't think they would suffer any ramifications for it. Uh, you, I think, were of the opinion that it, it would come down. Uh, and mm-hmm. you were correct. Yeah. I was not. I would have lost money had we bet on that. I thought, no, like, what's the why not leave it up there that, you know, it's a it is this is what racial essentialism looks like. It's where everything is boiled down to one thing. And that is race. Um, although I guess. Do you know it, why it came down, though? Do you know why in my why I think it came down? I think that they finally realized that there's a black woman on the board. Right. Exactly. You're right. And and the best part was is if you call up the WRAL weather squad, it's one black woman and then a bunch of white people in the picture. Yeah. So, I uh, you know, I did somebody uh, did uh, possibly somebody troll them on uh, Twitter with that? Perhaps, yes, absolutely. No, did I they, think they didn't know. Maybe I don't know. Well, did they have like in their government beat reporting? Uh, do they have any minorities? 
I know. I, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't go through the whole. See, thing. this is the thing. Like, I don't look for this stuff. And then now I understand that anti-racist critical race theorists would say that that's because I, you know, am racist and I suffer mm-hmm. from whiteness and I am, you know, mm-hmm. a fish doesn't mm-hmm. know it's wet. But like, if you know, when people are hired to do the jobs, then if they do a good job, then like I look at them and they do a good job, which I, I understand. This now makes me a racist, according to the new uh, the new religion. But uh, no, like th- this idea that uh, you you are like these kids at UNC, like they were ignorant, right? The kids were ignorant of the rules. They didn't know that these votes for tenure are taken in closed session. And right. I note all of the apologists in the media for these kids, and even Nicole Hannah Jones is like, well, they should have been told that. Why is it incumbent upon the people running the meeting to tell the people who seek the confrontation what the rules are. And by the way, one of the cops did tell the kids what the rule was. One of the cops said they have to take the vote in closed session. But the kids did not know this, were ignorant of the rules, and so demanded everybody bow to them. And I'm trying to imagine a power dynamic, because what do we always hear, like when you talk about racism, that the people, uh, that uh, only whites can be racist because they have the power. Who has the power in this exchange when you can call a cop a pig, scream F you pig right to their faces, and Mm -hmm. occupy space that you are not permitted to be in, in a closed session that is meant to held a vote that you're demanding be held, and you get moved out of the room, and you suffer no ramification, no repercussion for that. No penalty, no punishment. Who actually has well, the power there? Chairs. They didn't have enough chairs. Yeah, Did you sad. read that whole thread by that policy, the NC Policy Watch Nitwit? Um, no, I try not to read much from them. There's only so much, like I have a quota. It's like there's only so much I can yeah. fill in that tank. Well, so it was that they were explaining all the stuff that's wrong while uh, skipping over the fact that, that you correctly point out, and as somebody who used to have to cover school board, yeah. city council, county commissioner, whenever you get into an employment-related thing, they gen- that's generally a closed sec- a session right. uh, thing. That's been like that for as long as I can remember. 20 years, uh, easily. And, yeah, yeah. And so they, bl- they, bl- they blamed all of that. But he also had the audacity to sit there and say, look, you know, one of the things that I want to make sure of is that if I see something going down that's um, you know, essentially not right in the way the coverage. And he, uh, hold on, let me let me do this. Wait, is this Joe Killian or Billy Ball yeah, from Cardinal and Joe, Pine? This is, yeah, this is Joe Killian. It is kind of funny um, how many of the uh, the former uh, you know mainstream media, quote unquote, mainstream media reporters for various outlets like the News and Observer and uh, right. the TV stations and such around there that they end up going to work over there at NC Policy Watch and the Progressive Pulse and all that. Like it is kind of I, I just note how many of them land at these left wing organizations after the newsrooms get so gutted. And I'm supposed to believe that they're just doing the same solid, unbiased, objective journalism now that they were doing then or something. Well, there's a couple in the thread. There's a couple points that he makes. And one of them is, you know, here's the thing about being a reporter. It doesn't grant you superpower, special rights or privileges. Just mm-hmm. a member of the public who writes for a living. True. But I, over the course of my career, I stood up for conservatives and liberals who were denied access to public spaces or meetings. And that's where I had to stop reading because I remembered the entirety of the uh, the uh, the journalistic elite here in North Carolina who watched while their colleagues were essentially <laughs> muted in every governor's press conference for over a year. Right. Never raise a finger or an objection. So right. 
Policy Watch can kiss my ass. Okay? Well, now, to be fair, they were not allowed to ask questions either, and they, they've been denied their NC General Assembly uh, press credentials, just like Carolina Journal sure. folks that John Locke have been. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, and I don't, rem- but I don't remember Policy Watch writing a piece on this. Oh no, that is absolutely correct. They have not done that. True. Whereas Carolina Journal <laughs> made a point about once a quarter to point this out. So. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. And and look. And here's the other thing. It wasn't a public meeting. It's a closed session. You're yeah, not allowed to go into a closed session to hear the discussions about a personnel matter. Now, could you imagine, like, think this through. Had the board of trustees allowed those kids and their bullhorn and chanting and childish behavior to be present in that meeting, to listen to the debate occur? Could you imagine, like, the lawsuit from Nicole Hannah-Jones and her attorneys, like, of course it would be coming. You can't, you can't allow the public in on a personnel discussion like that. Well, you know what, though, at the end of the day, you know what, maybe maybe you just got to get them what they want. Oh, that's you know yeah, that is the lesson in all cases when it, this is one of my beefs always with the left and the media. But I repeat myself, which is like, you know, the tie goes to the runner kind of rule that you yeah. played with, you know, when you're playing baseball as a kid, tie goes to the runner. OK, well, they always want the tie to go to them. They're always the runner. Anytime yeah, there's any kind of like question them. one way or the other, it's always like, well, it goes to us, obviously. Like the default is always when in doubt, give it to us. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying let them because it would it would essentially devolve into something where you would conduct and, and approve nothing. Right. Because you wouldn't be able to get any of it done. Mm-hmm. So eventually, as every time they go in there and they essentially do something that stops the progress from being made that they wanted. I'm just hoping at one point it mentally breaks through to them. It probably won't. Then it will just be a very interesting experiment to stand and watch from a distance. But in this instance, I'm like, let them. But I have to move on to something else because if that little thread that I read part of from Policy Watch, dude, irritated (laughs) me, nothing irritated me more than the governor all of a sudden deciding that the Council of State will go ahead and make the decision <laughs> on whether the eviction moratorium remains, and nobody in the mainstream media pointing out the utter hypocrisy of a guy sitting with a court injunction in his hand in doing this to deflect. It's like it's like the purge, but politics, right? You know, the, the purge where you're like, you're in this window where you can do anything you want, and it's then and only then you, you come to realize what a horrible monster you've become. Mm-hmm. And and I and and I feel like that's the environment that this governor exists in, where nobody will ever push back on anything he does, even if something so patently hypocritical, so blatantly hypocritical as this. So why wouldn't you assume you can do whatever you damn well please? Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. There's no there, this. I, I've called it this for years. I call it the big D shield. It's right. You you hold this thing up as a Democrat, and it really. It, oh yeah, yeah. The big. You the, call it the big D. The big D shield. Yes. And you hold it up. in Yeah, exactly. You hold it up in front of anything, really. I don't want to really hold that up in front of anything. Indeed. And it protects you from children. Can you hold that in front of children? You can. I don't know what I mean. I don't know where you want to hold this thing in front of. That's up to you. I'm just saying it protects you from all sorts of negative media coverage of prying eyes. It's it, it. It works as a fantastic shield against all of the kind of examination that is uh, usually, you know, uh, uh, projected onto uh, people of a different political persuasion. But you were right. Like there's the, the only reason you would do something like they did. And it was so it was so obvious 
obvious and such a JV move. Like, honestly, like everybody could see what with it, what they were doing, much like the Democrats in their pivot to blame Republicans for the defund strategy, which, by the way, just a side note there, if um, if the Republicans were the party of defunding the cops, wouldn't that mean then the squad would hook up with them on that? Seriously, like, wouldn't that Cory Bush be joining the GOP if that was their position on this stuff but uh the the, the pivot is a fan of the big d though so maybe so so that's like it's a it, it's a it's an obvious and clumsy uh pivot and we all saw it for what it was but nobody thinks this is it's another criticism i have which is like the the political press corps in this state for some reason they can never divine a political motive for anything democrats ever do now if it's a republican they automatically know there's some political machination afoot right they right, they can right, they can yeah. automatically make that assumption they can start exploring it you know some say the reason why they're doing it is blah 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 but when it comes to a democrat machination it's like well i have no idea why they would do it they must be for the people you know but they're doing it for the right reasons yeah there's always this assumption that they're doing it for the right reasons and never for partisan political gain the 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 first time that the governor at some point will take criticism for he'll be at some listening session right or uh, some ribbon cutting or something and then there'll be somebody there from one of these groups that helps with low-income housing and they'll be like, how could you? And the governor will say something. Well, I didn't. Mm-hmm. The Republican Council of State did. And not only will whoever that activist is likely accept that answer because they're beholden to big D dollars, um, but more likely than not, the media won't even bat an eyelid while mm-hmm. it's happening. Well, and, here's... Now I'll just, and then I'll just be pissed again, man. Well, and here's the kicker on it all, too. The CDC moratorium is still in effect. The only thing that changed right. by the Republicans voting against it, it essentially amounts to disclosure. It, it's a it, it's a, a a promotion order. So the state order said that as a landlord, you got to give this document to a tenant that is late on their rent. You have to provide them with the form to fill out so they can take advantage of this program, the HOPE program or whatever. Right. That's it. The CDC moratorium is still in effect and people can still apply through that program at the federal level there's just no requirement anymore for the landlords to do anything about it that's it like the the idea that like now people are going to get tossed out because the landlords aren't giving you the notification from the feds and like like, and also this this was an extension that was issued what a couple days ago so it's not like people were aware that this deadline was coming up and I understand, like, the hardships that people have been under. I've been under it as well. So, like, I understand. However, the answer is not to offload the hardship to the landlords, because that's what you've been doing. And for the large corporate guys, I guess, it, you know, they've got uh, some ability to, uh, uh, to, to weather the storm. But what about a small landlord, somebody who owns like, you know, one property and they're renting it out to somebody? Um, Oh, they're monsters. They're all they're all conglomerate monsters in the eyes of uh, people I see talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, no, but you're not allowed to make that argument. And ironically, because you're having to explain the nuance of it when it finally does come up again. You know how it goes. If you're explaining, you're losing, man. Right. Absolutely. Well, I've actually just got a notice here on my phone. Am I concerned that somebody I know is becoming an extremist? You were talking with someone. Preventing mm-hmm. extremism. Ross, yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, Ross is right there. So if you oh, is that what that is? Too. Okay. I, yeah. The proximity you didn't get to one, Ross. Okay. We, we've determined that if you didn't get one, you're the extremist. <laughs> you're the extremist. So, yeah, so if you got one, that's like a golden <laughs> ticket, man. Good for you. You don't have to go to the gulag. So. Uh, well, oh, yeah. come on. Give me a break, dude. We, we, you and me both will be first up against the wall. Come on. Yeah, we're, we're not kidding anyone. Cool radio guy gulag. Be <laughs> yeah, great. That, yeah, that's what, that's what they're going to send us. Yeah. There'll be no egos running around there. <laughs> All right. So I appreciate it. PeteCalendarShow.com, the website, PeteCalendarShow.com. Uh, you want to check that out. Do anything fun for the fourth? I got about 30 seconds. Well, we were supposed to be moving, uh, but thank you, Congress, for passing that CFPB that requires a three day wait period so I can look over the disclosure form so no, our closing got delayed. So we were going to be moving, but now I guess we'll just be hanging out in our apartment with all the boxes. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank happy you, Congress. Fourth of July box day. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it, Pete. Have a good weekend. All right. Okay, happy man. Independence Day, guys.